0: Good morning everyone, Aurora here with Supercharged Science and I got a great question the other day. It was, how do I set goals that really matter? And so that's what I wanted to cover in our talk this morning. So if you've just joined me, I'm Aurora at SuperchargedScience.com, Homeschool Science Resources, and today we're going to talk about how to set educational goals for your homeschool child, goals that really matter when you actually get to the finish line. Okay, so. Some of the top uh, complaints that I get to hear about from other homeschool moms that call in or write in or homeschool dads and they're like, "Yeah, I just have too many other things to do. I don't know about this homeschooling thing. I don't know where to start. I just don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to waste money. Whatever the whatever the thing is that has got you right now. Um, one of the things that can help in those moments is to sit down and say, "All right. What is it exactly that I'm trying to do?" You know, yesterday we did a whole um, a whole talk just on goal setting and the three things you need to do. Uh, goal setting, put simply, you're trying to go from a result that you don't have to a result that you want. And the only reason you haven't gotten it because, well, there's many reasons. But what we're trying to get you from something you ain't got to something you got. And the path to get there is where goal setting ca- um, comes in. And so you need to know what your result is that you're looking for. And for homeschooling, for educational goals, um, it could be anything from, I want my kids to love learning. I want my kids to be excited about learning. I want them to uh, get into Harvard Medical School. I want them to become a lawyer. I want them to become a doctor. I want them to become a veterinarian, whatever it is. Whatever the result is that they have or you have for your child, That's your goal. So when you're homeschooling you can break this down into goals that are just one year um, Goals that are for 10 years goals that are 20 years out, whatever it is for you So I wanted to give you some further distinctions on that process because I know we went through it kind of fast yesterday So you can go back and watch that episode if you would like more clarity about it But so for today, we're just gonna cover how do you set goals that really matter and how do you keep yourself? What do you do if you get off track? Okay? So the first thing uh, to keep in mind is that you're setting a goal. It's not a wish, it's not a dream. You're not gonna click your through a, three times and hope for a fairy godmother to appear. It's something that you, um, at the end of the day, you're gonna be able to ring the bell and say, yes, I made a step towards my goal. I am actually on, you're looking for progress. So I mean, every great teacher has a lesson plan, whether it's just in their head and not formally written down, but they have something in mind that will allow them to, tra- um, to measure the progress of their students, be able to see when they get off track, and make sure that when they take off from Los Angeles, that airplane is going to land in New York City. So every great teacher has this and there are a few important steps to keep in mind and I'm going to outline them for you right now. They're real simple. Grab a pencil so you can jot these down. Super easy, super simple. Okay, so goals that really matter. These are going to be goals that are one of five things. They are specific. So for example, if I said, I'm going to lose weight. Well, that's a great wish (laughs) but if I say I want to lose five pounds in six weeks, that's very specific, so I will be able to, at the end of six weeks, I can look back and actually measure it. In homeschooling and education in general, that's a little harder to do. So here's a couple of different options. So if you say, well, my goal is for my kids to love learning and you say, all right, well, where are they now? Do they hate science? Do they, They're they excited about it, but they don't have enough resources. Is it, um, is it they just don't know what to do next? So what, what you gotta look at where they are And when you set your goal, be really specific, you're like, well, I want to be able to understand and know about science where if they have a question, there's no problem in their mind to, there's nothing stopping them from designing an experiment, figuring out the answer, and then sharing it with me, teaching it to others. That may be a goal. Does that make sense? Okay, so number two, achievable. So the goal has to be achievable. It's gotta be realistic. You're not gonna have a kindergartner enter, um, do college entrance exams next year. So that's not achievable. Um, If this is your first year homeschooling, you want to go really easy. People often cram in way too much the first year and underplan for the five and ten year mark so they underestimate what they can do in five or ten years but they overestimate in general what they can get done in one year so when you take a look at all the things you want to cover whether you're doing biology and you want to do three different languages you want to do this and that take a look and say okay what what's really realistic for me what would i be happy with successfully finishing at the end of the year and then you want to start from there does that make sense so again, if you've just joined us, this is Aurora with Supercharged Science Homeschool Science Curriculum for K-12 through and we're just talking about educational goals for your kids and how to do that in a way that really matters. And if you need help with this, you want to go to superchargedscience.com. Tons of resources there. You can go check it out okay so we've done specific achievable it's got to be measurable right if you're losing weight you gotta get a scale or you gotta have some way of knowing that hey I'm making progress in the right direction right you're not going backwards um, if you're earning suppose you've got lemonade stands with your kids and they can say hey this time I made $35 but when I lowered it from a dollar a cup for lemonade to 65 cents I actually made more money because people just gave me the rest in tips so they're able to measure the amount of um, uh, the amount of progress So how do you do this with homeschooling, right? How do you measure, you know, if you're just going out there and you're enjoying the world and you're sharing your life with your kids and showing them how you do life, how do you measure that? And that actually, it's very personal some people are much better at record keeping some people like more logistics facts other people just like to go with intuition and how it feels so this one is going to be on you how do you feel like you could measure this so there are a lot of different ways out there that you can do it um the way i do it is by watching my kids progress over time you know i've got a little notebook and i just do a little bit of journaling every week or two it's not a big deal it's just something every kid's got a page and you kind of look at it and say all right um so this is what we were working on this week and a couple of weeks later I can look back and say, oh you know what, we've got that handled. It also, we do family meetings every Sunday. And so we have a record of every day where we talk about problems and concerns and the progress we've made on those. It could be a personal problem a kid comes with and says, hey, you know, this is happening. How can you guys help me? And so it's neat because you go back through those and you're like, wow, that was a big deal back then. That was my life. And now pff, it's easy, got it handled, right? Um, so so that you need a way to track your progress. So goals are specific, achievable, measurable. Number four, they're realistic. So remember, when you're homeschooling and honestly when you're going about any goal, you gotta make it, it's more important for improvement and progress and it's not about perfection. It's never about perfection. It's about the progress that you're making as you're going. At the end of the day, I'll cuddle with my kids and I'll say, how was your tile laid today? And my kids will say, oh, you know, it was an eight, or eh, one of the corners is chipped off, or oh, you know what? It was so perfect and it was like centered and beautiful. It was- it's perfect. And the idea is is that they get to evaluate themselves at the end of the day. We got this actually from Benjamin Franklin's autobiography. And uh, where he would, at the end of the day, he had these like 13 virtues or something. I forget how many there were, but we, we wrote our own uh, that are important to us. And, and at the end of the day, or at the beginning of the day, you start and you look at them. At the end of the day, you look at them, you're like, yeah, I did really good on number two. Look at that. And we're not going for all 15. We're just doing a couple. So what we've done is we've made this into a story now with our kids. So at the end of the day, we're cuddling them, bed, we're reading, doing all our thing, you a little routine. And one of the last questions is, you know, what was great about today? And what could you do even better tomorrow? So I don't, I used to say, and what went wrong? And then that would start like crying and they would be upset. <laughs> so now I know not to do that. <laughs> so instead I say, what was great and what could make it even better tomorrow? Yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody expects you to be perfect because that's not a real goal anyway. It's not a real standard. Nothing is perfect. So having a perfection standard is like no standard. So instead what we do is we say, okay, imagine your life is a long path. You know, imagine a long um, tiled pathway, you know, with bricks or whatever. And uh, every day you get to lay a brick down. Every day you get to lay a tile down. And some days the tile is like perfect. It's got those little things on the corners that makes it absolutely perfect. It lays in there flat and square and flush and all that stuff. And some days it's like chipped or cracked or you know, and I've had a few days, there was no tile at all, <laughs> so it's a great visual, so at the end of your life, you look back at the mosaic that is your life, and you say, you know what, I made progress, I'm doing great, look at all this, it's just, it's, you can actually see what it is you've created, because every day you're taking a peek back, okay, now we're going forward, so most days we're going forward, every once in a while you look back, okay, it's just like when you run, If you guys ever run like a trail, and you run, you want to look up every so often, make sure you're on the right trail, but most of the time, you're looking out, out and down, and that's kind of how you want to approach this. Okay, so we're specific, achievable, measurable, realistic. Last one is time frame. Now we kind of touched on this already. You want to make sure you give yourself a reasonable amount of time. Um, I know when I get excited about something, I want to do everything. I want to, when I, when I think of a new teleclass, perfect example. Um, I came up with this, uh, uh, actually somebody wrote me an email and said, hey, do you have a class in marine biology? And I said, wow, What a great idea. So I went out and I did all this research and I found all the, I found there was like no classes in marine biology except I think Apologia had one. It was like a textbook for 12th graders, right? But what do you do if you're in a fourth grade and you wanna know about marine biology, right? And you're too far from an aquarium. So I thought this is a great idea. So I went out there and and, um, I told my husband, I said, hey, because he's the other half of the supercharged science, in case you didn't know that. And I said, hey, I got this great idea. And he goes, great, go make it. So I made it. I came back and I said, hey, I got this great idea for this new class. We'll teach it in an hour. And he, and he knows me, right? So fortunately, he said, how many slides are there? And I said, well, there's 192. <laughs> I said, yeah, I talk really fast. Maybe if I talk a little faster, I can get them all in. I was so excited. He was very wise. And he said, I tell you what why don't you record it like do it pretend like you're doing it for a whole class you know pretend like we're doing the live class before we actually make it live for everybody why don't you see how long it is so I said alright you know it'll be great I'll I'll just do like a run-through it'll be great I I had so many uh, I had like 39 experiments we were gonna do no kidding and um, so I did it and he came I came back and he goes how long I said well it was seven hours (laughs) so he said okay we can't actually have a one hour class in seven hours. He says, I tell you what, why don't we package it and sell it as a product? You know, we'll give away the first hour for free and see if people like it. And if they do, they can buy the rest. And it's actually our number one product. So um, long story short, I get really excited. I get totally immersed. I want to do everything. And it's not realistic to have a class go for seven hours for kids. I mean, the kids would be asleep, right? (laughs) So, so you want to make it realistic. You want to plan everything out or you want to get everything, all the cards on the table and then start to sort through and say, which ones are the most important here? And you know, you could make decisions and even further distinctions about your goal because this is an iterative process. You're going to start with stuff and make it more specific. Oh, and then you might change your goal a little bit. Oh, now we need to make it achievable and measurable. And eventually, you're going to have something that's a really nice package, just like how a potter works on a um, on, on a vase. They just don't slap it together once and it's done. They're constantly shaping and reshaping and maybe they have a new idea about this and that and they're adding different things to it. And so your goal setting is the same way. So if you've gotten stuck by saying, oh. I just, I'm afraid to start because I don't want to waste too much money on, a, on these curriculums and what if it doesn't work, what if it takes way too much time and I have like three hours of sleep and I'm also, you know, I'm doing other stuff, you know, I'm running the household, I'm running the business, I'm, I've got other things in my life, I'm running kids to soccer and ballet and or even, you know, more commonly, you know, what if, I don't know how to do it, I've never done this before. Um, you know, or maybe, you know, maybe I have a hard time learning new stuff or my kids have a hard time learning new stuff or my kids aren't even focused, you know, five minutes max. How am I supposed to keep them occupied throughout the entire day, right? So, yeah, these are all really valid. <laughs> the problem, um, the, the thing is, is you want to ask yourself a better question because if you're asking these questions, you're going to loop and go round and round and round and round and round and instead realize, hey, okay, I got a lot of fear coming up around this let me see if there's a better question. And actually one of my favorite questions to ask is, you know, what is a powerful choice for me right now? Like what is something that I can do right now to ha- um, to start me towards this goal that I have in my mind? Um, and so no matter if you've got all those other things, just remember you can't do it wrong. Um, there's no perfect one solution. There's not supposed to be. So. If you're thinking that, it's that perfection thing coming in, saying I gotta do it perfect, I gotta do it this way because this person said this thing or this this voice in my head is saying to do it this way, Uh, there's no perfection. As long as you're getting out of your head and connecting with your child, that is the most important thing you can be doing. Um, having a goal in mind will guide you as you go. But the more you're worried about all these things about, well, maybe my kids aren't into this. I, I don't know how. I, I don't want to waste money. You, you're worried about yourself. And you need to think more about your kid and the experience that you want to provide for them. And that's um, a great teacher is going to tell you that. They're not worried about themselves, about teaching it perfectly and being right and having the parents like them when they walk in and making sure they're they're appearing right. No, no, no. They're connecting. And you can tell a good teacher from a bad. You, I mean... I. Uh, funny story so I was, um, we've all had great teachers and so I remember this teacher was really bad in high, uh, no in college, one of my first years in college and um, like really bad, so bad that people were getting up and leaving and I'm in the front row because I'm, I'm a little person and I, I'm sitting in the front row and I am taking notes, I am taking so many notes and everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy, you know like <laughs> what are you taking notes on, he's saying absolutely nothing and uh, I'm taking notes, I'm taking notes and at the end, like, some brave students came up and they're like, what are you taking notes for? He said absolutely nothing. And, I, and this was an engineering class, a beginning engineering class. And um, I said, what do you mean? He said nothing. I'm gonna need this someday of how not to teach my students. Cause I already knew then I wanted to be a teacher. I'm like, I've got all the things not to do. And I was so excited, I put it in a file and I put it away, I didn't look at it for 10 years later, but I still had those things and I still remembered the lesson and you know, I took those notes on parenting. I would be in a park and I'd watch people and I'd be like, wow, that parent totally doesn't get that kid and why not? Um, but just having that connection is, is key uh, with your kids. So no matter what the experience, no matter what the situation, you can always learn something from this. So if you want to know um, how you can set goals that really matter, you want to remember, it's not a wish, it's not a dream, you're mapping out a plan to educate your child. And whether it's in your head or something, you just gotta get crystal clear on what that goal is, make it real, make it vivid, make it huge, bigger than anything, it should be like, foremost on your mind. It's got to be exciting. We talked about this last time. It's got to have juice to it. It's got to be like, I can't wait to roll out of bed and do this. I'm just so excited. That's what you should be doing. Um, your goals need to be specific, achievable, measurable, realistic, and be within a reasonable amount of time, time frame. And at the end of the day, you know, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up on things. I get excited when I mess up because I learn more when I screw up than when I get things right. I get things right. and I'm like, okay, good. Well, when I mess up, I'm like, Ooh, what did I miss? Hmm, let me see, what am I not seeing? And by asking good questions, instead of beating myself up like, oh, I did it again, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, okay, what happened? And what did I expect to happen? What was the difference? Ah, I got it, okay, I can't wait to try it again. And um, so learning is always an option. You know, people say, you know, education's expensive. And I'm like, yeah, you try, edu- you think education's expensive, try being ignorant. <laughs> That's even harder. So I'm always excited about learning and growing. So, all right, I hope this has been helpful. If you're serious about doing uh, science education with your kids with homeschooling and you really don't have time and you don't want adult- to, don't, don't even know how to do it and you want help. Um, My company, Supercharged Science, actually my company, myself and my husband, we are Supercharged Science. This is it. People think we're this huge publishing company. It's The two of us for 20 years, plugging along, just doing what we do and and what we love. So you can check us out at superchargedscience.com. If you like what you see and you'd like to join our science family, I encourage you to do that. If not, there's also um, a lot of homeschool resources. Um, Just click on blog at the top and you'll see lots of articles and videos that I put together so you can stay motivated and excited to um, work with your kids throughout the year. I'm happy that you guys joined me and I will see you next time and enjoy being with your kids. Take care, everybody.